everyone, it's your host Katie, and this is Tea on the Rocks. Happy Sunday, or whatever day it is when you find yourself with my voice in your ears. If you're new here, at Tea on the Rocks, we discuss everything from what I eat in a day to navigating friendship breakups with a healthy dose of the fun, the basic, and the feminine. Hey guys, what's up? It is Sunday. I've got several drinks with me, actually. I've got, I'm drinking some kombucha and some water, and I won't lie to you, I just had a little ounce of vodka just to kick things off. I am excited to be here today. It's felt a little bit like a Sunday. Like, I, I would say I have the Sunday sads, but not the same kind of Sunday sads that I had before. It's more just like maybe what a Sunday is supposed to feel like instead of actually like this existential dread that I had before. Now this weekend, John and I celebrated our four year anniversary. It was really fun. We ended up going out to a pub here in Fredericton called Mama's Pub. And I will be honest, they made a great martini, surprisingly, for a pub, but the food wasn't that great. We left feeling kind of disappointed. Maybe it was just like what we ordered. It was a busy night, you know, I've worked in the service industry before. Our waitress was actually awesome. She was so sweet. I wish I got her name so I could give her a little shout out, but I didn't because I'm a piece of garbage. So there we have it. But no, I mean, we had a great weekend. I got brunch stuff and I made us brunch breakfast every morning. We did some cleaning. We did a little bit of shopping. I don't know. It was just really nice to spend some quality time together. We don't often get a lot of days off together in a row. So when we do, and when it's our anniversary, it's just, I don't know, it's extra special. Today, uh, last night, actually, we watched the Santa Claus, the 1994 film with Tim Allen. Now, I have my thoughts and feelings about Tim Allen as a person, but I love this movie. This is my Christmas kickoff movie. I usually will watch the full Santa Claus series. I don't really much care for the third one, but I'll watch it anyway. So yeah, we kicked it off last night with the Santa Claus, had a couple drinks, and I had some of the Emily Mariko inspired rice and salmon with seaweed wrappers for supper. It was great. Today, we're going to continue the Christmassy themed vibes. I am right now currently looking at the decorations that I've pulled out of my closet, and we are going to put the tree up tonight, hopefully, and watch another Christmas movie. I also watched uh, on Friday, I think it was, I watched the film with Nina Dobrev in it, uh, that new one on Netflix. I think it's called Love Hard. And it was super cheesy. Like, please go into it understanding that you will watch a cheesy film. But it was actually really cute. And there's a song at the end of it called Curls by um, an artist called Bibio or Bibio. I love the song. It's, It's so good. Anyway, thank you, Nina and Lovehard, for introducing me to a great Christmas film and a sweet little song that I love. Also, I like the typical Netflix-like films where... I I like the one with Vanessa Hudgens in it and the one with the guy from Nashville where he's like a prince. I'll be watching those again. I think actually that's the same film. (laughs) 
Uh, okay, so here's something that I'd like you all to adjust your earbuds, get them in more solid and listen closely because this might be you that I'm talking to. Who is listening in remote Northern Canada? When I look at my analytics for my podcast, I can see the location of people who listen. You know, obviously plenty in New Brunswick, I've got some in Montreal, I've got some in Australia, I've got some in the Philippines. It's, it's pretty cool to see who is involved and who's listening. But, and, and the app actually that I use is Red Circle, so they're all little red dots. I have a red dot consistently in what looks like a remote area on the border of Nunavut and Manitoba. And when I say consistently, I mean it's almost every episode. So they're just on the coast of the Hudson Bay. Um, I've opened Google Maps. I can't get a good read on a town or even a village. Like it honestly looks like an absolute barren wasteland. So if there's a little town there and there is someone actually listening there, which I, there must be because it's not just a one-off error, it's every episode. I would love to have a little chat and like get a read on what your daily life is like. I, I just want to know who you are. I don't have to make it public. I don't have to say your name. I don't have to ever talk about it again, but I would just love to know who you are, where you're, where you are, what the weather's like, and how much daylight you have. Like I, I would just love to figure out who this person is. Reach out on my Instagram anytime. If you're not following me, it's at T-O-T-R Atlantic. So T-O-T-R Atlantic. Please hit me up anytime, day or night. I want to talk to you. Moving right along. Also, a little bit of a goof that I want to point out. In episode eight, the last episode, I mentioned that I put my notice in at my day job on November 19th. Um, it's not November 19th yet. I obviously meant October 19th. I think we all understand that, but I just felt like it warranted a mention. I'm really excited for this upcoming weekend because I am staying with my friend Ryan and his friend Craig in Halifax. I'm going to hit up Ikea for desk supplies. Uh, Mine is pretty small. I want a longer and wider desk. I've already got the legs. I've got the Olav legs. They're the adjustable ones from Ikea in white. And I want to get the... um, and I might butcher the pronunciation of this, so pardon me, but I want to get the uh, la- Lag Captain desk, the 55-inch one in white. Uh, the one that I have right now is, um, well, it's about 30, 36 inches. It's pretty small, so need something bigger. And yeah, so that's kind of the chit-chat. I wanted to kind of talk about some random things today. Just sort of chit-chatty questions, not even questions, just like topics that I've kind of selected. Also, a little working from home, well, really working remotely update. My week last week was insane. I Monday and Tuesday, I worked, I, I started working at eight. And with the exception of like a lunch break, I pretty consistently worked until about... 7 or 8 p.m. And it's because I had a lot of 
not only did I have my sort of long-term kind of strategy projects that I'm working on, which are also stressing me out in a good way, but also like the imposter syndrome is really rearing her ugly head. But I had also little kind of deadline-y quick turnaround projects. So it was a lot. I do feel like this coming week will be a little bit more manageable. So stay tuned. And with that, I want to just dive into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, which is high school friends. Do any of you still talk to your high school friends? I do not. I didn't have a super solid group for reasons which we won't get into today. And I I had a couple of different groups that I spent time with and I only keep in touch with like one to three people but I'm not close with anybody. The one to three people that I keep in touch with, it's on a very peripheral, like we'll respond to each other's like Snapchat or Instagram stories every now and again, or I'll see them out and about and give them a little wave and a smile. Like it's not like we're having drinks every weekend. I personally feel like when it comes to high school friends, one is either well-adjusted and finds a good core group of friends that you go on to like, live the rest of your lives around or you're like me where you're just kind of mashed in with people who you aren't really compatible with and that was the case with me again there are one or two people who I definitely have lunch with today and definitely have positive feelings about but with everyone else and honestly with the overall like friend group I had some kind of teenage growing pain personality clash incident with. And that's totally fine. It Maybe it was a me thing. It, it, you know what? In some situations, it definitely was. And, and that's okay. That That's normal. But it just goes to show that if you aren't friends with people in your past, that's okay. That's normal. I feel like I'm pretty well adjusted. And it's also important for me to remember that I have had so many versions of myself throughout my life. I've gone through a lot in the past 10, 15 years, and I really do feel like I've lived several lives. Maybe that's my Gemini rising, I don't know. But the point is, I don't recognize the person that I was when I was 15, 16, and 17. But you know what? When I think about that person, when I think about that little girl, I try to show her love whenever I think of her. She went through a lot. And sometimes I have to stop and really consider like, wow, that was 15, 16 years ago and counting. Like I I turned 31 in about three weeks. And I still wake up some mornings feeling like that little girl. Do you know what I mean? I still wake up thinking about things and incidences and and people that I interacted with years and years ago and how that affects me to this day. And (laughs) I think that's part of the reason why I'm in therapy. But, and, and that's kind of a joke, I don't really discuss that in therapy, but 
just remember that if you're my age or around my age and you're listening and you do not keep in contact with people from your past, be it from high school or beyond, it is normal. The process of growing up is not linear and it's still ongoing for me. And it might have appeared easier for the people that you were around when you were a teenager, but rest assured it probably wasn't. And they, the, your peers, the people that you compare yourself to, likely have people that they don't talk to as well. With that, I want to kind of segue into menstruation. <laughs> so I want to just kind of discuss overall what my period is like, how I deal with PMS, and how these things have been affected by using birth control and the vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccine. So I got my period when I was about 13. And like, and this is no shade to my mom or, or <laughs> I love you so much, but it, it was kind of a lonely experience because I, I was a very shy girl and I felt very ashamed of what was happening and I didn't feel like I could talk to her. And this is not for lack of trying on her part, but I didn't feel like I could talk to her. I didn't have any sisters and it was a very um, isolating experience. I used to have pretty bad period cramps, pretty significant flow. It has tapered off. I was put on birth control when I was about 20 and remained on birth control for about 10 years with some periods being kind of on and off, depending on if I was in a relationship or not. I do feel like being on birth control for so many years consistently did have long-term effects. I'm not a doctor. This is just my experience, but I, I've been off of birth control for about a year and I, you know, I track my cycle. I use an app called Flow, which I think probably everybody and their mother uses. It isn't actually that easy to get pregnant. Um, John and I are definitely like, I hate the word trying, but <laughs> um, we're like trying, but not trying. We're definitely like kind of letting nature take its course with a little help, right? Like I'm obviously not on birth control anymore. And we do try and time certain things around my ovulation period. But other than that, like we don't go out of our way. I do feel like my hormones are a little off kilter. I think and I have a theory that I'm estrogen dominant. Um, I recently had my hormone levels tested and my progesterone. So of course, ladies we have, or natural born ladies, we have progesterone, estrogen, follicle stimulating hormone, and the luteinizing hormone. The latter two, I'm not super clear on what they do. I know that the follicle stimulating one comes about in uh, around ovulation, and it's pretty obvious what that one does, but I don't know about the luteinizing one. I think that obviously comes in around like the pre-PMS, like luteal stage, but I don't really know what it does. Progesterone, I think that kind of rises around like the PMS time, and estrogen rises uh, around your ovulation. 
that is what kind of makes your skin clear and you have that extra energy and you're kind of just feeling good. But for me, I feel like I just kind of really feel that estrogen dominance. My skin automatically clears. Um, I do feel really energetic. I, I feel just very affectionate and flirty and just like I'm living my best life feel very attractive but I also like there's some negative effects too like it really irritates my bladder I'm peeing all the time I I almost have this like restless feeling and you know what that might kind of tie into the pelvic floor issues but my pelvic floor issues aren't causing hormone disruption right so I do feel like my point is is that being on birth control for so long definitely had some effects. I am in the process of kind of getting that looked at. I don't think it's really to the point where I'm experiencing adverse health issues or anything, but because this is kind of the first year that I've been off birth control, I'm really just kind of evaluating my cyclical patterns and seeing what feels right and what maybe doesn't feel right. Do you know what I mean? I've also noticed that my period since coming off of birth control has been so much lighter. Uh, we're almost a year gone and my, I'll be frank, I don't really have to use pads. I don't wear tampons. I've never worn tampons. Um, I, and I think that the whole pad shaming thing is ludicrous who am I to tell somebody else what they can and can't bleed on? Do you know what I mean? So I've never used tampons probably because I have pelvic floor issues, but that's another issue. I just use panty liners and I don't really know why it's remained so light. Definitely like it's a period and it feels terrible and there's definitely some flow, but I never really have to like upgrade to a pad. I definitely have pads laying around and available to use but I honestly don't really use them and PMS my heating pad and I are best friends and I really just try and like I know that I'm gonna feel gross I know that I'm gonna feel bloated um I don't really step on the scale much anymore these days anyway but I most certainly don't do it on the week that I'm PMSing I take care of myself. I try to lighten the workload a little bit, you know, hang out with the heating pad, watch comforting movies, eat foods that nourish me, but also are tasty and, and make me feel good. Do you know what I mean? And I will say that since getting the vaccine, my it has kind of equalized now, but the two months, two, three months after I got the vaccine, my period was late 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 i missed a month and you know what people are like oh well you just skipped your period that month no i well i did but to those of you who are not on birth control and have periods you know that your period is a cycle so if you're waiting on your period and your period's late and you've taken those 30 pregnancy tests and you know you're not pregnant you know that you're just pmsing that whole time your progesterone is low, your estrogen is low, you have no energy, you're bloated, it's consistent. And I have a couple of other girlfriends who experienced the, the late period after the vaccine, or they got early periods, or their cramps were really intense during their periods, or 
the, the PMS was particularly bad emotionally for them. And I don't actually see a lot of coverage about this. I don't see a lot, of, you know, what I found out during that time, uh, those two months, especially where I was, was late for each period, was on Reddit forums and Facebook and, and that kind of thing. Like I really didn't see a lot of actual studies done or news articles about the vaccine's effect on the menstrual cycle. Now I have my thoughts and feelings about that and the patriarchy in general, but I digress. So that is kind of that. I just wanted to sit down and have a little girl talk, I guess you could say. Particularly when it comes to the period thing, I feel like anytime it's brought up or anytime I discuss it, the other individual is like, wow, like I've actually never heard anything about that. That makes me feel so much better. So if this makes, helps you feel better, great, perfect, happy for you. <laughs> In any case, I think this is my cue to sign off. John is bringing me home a sugar cookie oat iced latte. That's a mouthful. But I'm really excited to drink that and have a fun evening putting up my Christmas tree and hanging out. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'll see you next time on Tea on the Rocks.